Welcome back to the walk with me Masimunyange. The workplace is a place where people of all backgrounds, tribes, cultures and beliefs converge with the sole aim of earning a living. Being able to put your skills and expertise into use in exchange for a pay at the end of the month. It is often expected of one to behave or carry themselves in a certain way. What is mostly referred to as the professional way. According to the Global Professionalism Code, it is defined as the way in which an employee carries themselves the attitudes they convey and the way they communicate with their co-workers and clients in other words it is the conduct attitude and behavior of a worker in today's episode of the walk we seek to delve deeper on number 1 What it truly means to be a professional at the workplace? Number 2, how can you carry yourself as a professional at the workplace? Number 3, what is emotional intelligence? Number 4, how do you apply emotional intelligence at the workplace? And number 5, behavior and conduct and some of the common mistakes we make at the workplace and how can this be avoided when you engage in emotional intelligence? Every organization has a code of ethics which they induct the employees as they join the organization. This acts as the rule of law in this particular organization. Looking back to when I joined my first employer, I was informed by my family who of course had been working for a while on how to dress, how to engage with others, and emphasis was put on the one in authority how to speak to them how to ask questions and having a learning attitude amongst other attributes which then fostered my behavior even as i started to work and get to understand the ways of the organization as we grow through the ranks at the workplace We then are able to know and understand what it truly means to be a professional at the workplace. What I have learned is that number 1, professional conduct involves your ethics, morals, and standards of behavior. In short, it is understanding what is right or wrong. Number 2, there is a professional image. How you maintain your ethical behavior that is your integrity and reputation all these are things i have learned at the workplace and you too are able to observe your current workplace and learn from them so how do you carry yourself as a professional at the workplace your ability to uphold the set ethical moral and behavioral standards as you deal with your colleagues partners or vendors is the ultimate display of professionalism how you speak 
and represent your organization determines how you carry yourself. Are you a person of your word? For example, once you attend a meeting, post meeting, when you say you will send through an email, do you actually do so or do you forget and have to be reminded through a series of escalations and continuous follow-ups? Now that you are a professional at the workplace, how do you apply emotional intelligence? Well, we all begin from somewhere. Well, we shall begin by defining emotional intelligence. According to the Oxford Dictionary, it defines emotional intelligence as the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judicially and empathetically. To be honest, really, most times at work when faced with a difficult colleague or boss, one doesn't apply emotional intelligence, but rather becomes sucked up into personal vendetta and exchange of words which display distress rather than application of emotional intelligence. Pause there for a minute and let us reflect. Are these common things you tend to do with your colleagues? As a manager, have targets and deadlines made you be one of those bosses who deny your subordinates leave until the task is accomplished? As a colleague, do you often find yourself not communicating regarding meeting times, dates, and locations, or even forget to update your team and your manager on what is happening within your portfolio? As a colleague, when you are upset about something at work, do you shout, snap, or storm out of meetings, or even lash out at your colleagues and partners? When things are not working, do you go on and on to whine about why they're not working, complaining to no end? Well, sometimes this used to happen to me too, until I had to learn how to apply emotional intelligence in order to better manage teams and be effective at the workplace. I learned how not to use deadlines and targets to deny my subordinates their leave days. I also learned how to communicate better by updating the email calendars with dates, locations, and times for the meetings. I learned how to hold my peace as opposed to shouting and snapping at my colleagues at the workplace. These are some of the ways I used emotional intelligence to better myself. I will take you through five elements of emotional intelligence according to the Coleman's EQ theory, which have helped me over the years become aware of myself. Number one, empathy. I learned as a people manager that I don't have to be a slave driver kind of a boss. 
I had to extend leave to my staff when, as and when they required. To listen to them and understand where they are at and what their struggles are and how I could support them. This enabled me to apply emotional intelligence in my responses towards my staff. Number two, effective communication or social skills. When you apply emotional intelligence, you are able to be clear at all times not to hold information or hold information against your staff. Therefore, as a people manager, it is important to be able to effectively communicate to your staff to enable them to become abreast of what is happening within the organization so that they too can be aligned to the strategy of the organization. Number three, self-awareness. Being aware of my environment enabled me to be able to apply the right tone of voice when engaging with colleagues despite the different circumstances that presented themselves. Most often, when a colleague did not adhere to the work they did past the deadline set, I had to be aware of myself, not to lash out at them, but rather understand why it is they were not able to do the task at hand. Number four, self-regulation. Knowing when and how to break bad news to your team. When bad things happen or crises happen, it was not a point for me to hit the roof but rather regulate myself, observe the team's demeanor in delivering the news. This enabled them not to absorb the shock or lash out as well, but rather receive it and have the attitude for solutions. Number five, motivation. Knowing how to motivate your team when they are down, or even yourself when you are down or when things are not going well is part of the application of emotional intelligence. Most times when things are not going as planned, we often lose motivation. We are down and that is a reality. But rather, we ought to apply emotional intelligence to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves and allow ourselves to move forward despite the circumstances. Emotional intelligence is learned and practiced. The more you put it into practice, the better you become at engaging with people and driving results. It is always important to remember that you are dealing with people who have feelings and not machines. Hence, the need to be aware of this and apply emotional intelligence. Tune in to the next episode of The Walk by Mercy Munyange on YouTube and Facebook. Subscribe to our podcast on YouTube and please follow us on Facebook. Share the word. It will be worth it.